Beginningpod.o podcast in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Hello, my twisted little children, and welcome to the Odd Dad Out Podcast, where normal is not my specialty. I am your host, as always, Adam Higgins, the Odd Dad Out. And if you're new to the show, this is where I share my twisted view of, of things and share some dad stories and odd news stuff and generally just make fun of a lot of shit. First up, happy Independence Day-ish, because I'm because I'm late, and I realize yes, this is this is late, like I said, but it's just kind of a side effect of having a wife who works for a banking company and four kids. When banks are closed and your wife is home, she wants to do stuff. So you know, I had I had to have a more productive day than producing a show. Um, along those lines, we're actually setting up, we're getting ready right now for our big summer vacation. If you are actually a, a long time listener of the show, thank you. You're awesome. But, um, your call every year, we take a trip back to Texas to visit family or more specifically, mostly to visit her family. Uh, my, my dad, my, Stepmom and brothers are completely capable of packing their shit up and coming out to visit us out in Phoenix, but they choose not to. Yeah, if you're listening, you heard me. You can you can pack up too. It's okay. But um, I don't know why I default to that accent for everything. But yeah, so it's that time of year where we pack up all the boys and and drive the 18 hours to go visit family back in South Texas. And we, you know, take the boys to the aquarium and do all the fun shit we like to do during the summer. But it's, 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 you know, it's a, it's a headache. It is, and anybody who's ever tried to take any sort of trip beyond like an hour with more than one child, it's just, uh, it's, it's, it's not fun. It's not. And again, this is, it's a week in Texas and we're driving again. So it's, it's, it's a lot to put together. It's, it's just, what do you pack? What, you know, make sure you've got everything. We don't do a lot of like eating out on the road. So we pack our, we pack meals back. Here's what we're going to pack, make for dinner and have something that's kind of easy to eat on the road and like, oh, at a roadside stop. Like, oh, have, you know, some quick breakfast, breakfast burritos or breakfast, you know, bagel sandwiches or something. But packing all that, well, getting all of this organized takes weeks. I'm not kidding. It takes weeks. And it takes weeks not just because it's, you know, it's a lot to pack. But there's also the the standing issue of my wife and I have one shared day off a week. We are off together on Sundays. Her days off for Saturday, Sunday, mine are Sunday, Monday. We've got one common day to actually get anything accomplished. And that one day is also the day we have to do grocery shopping and just a lot of other group household chores, things that kind of necessitate 
everybody. And so what for probably would be like two weeks of just get list together, prep things, get things packed, whatever for us turns into several months because we got to stretch that like a week, two weeks of time across a single day a week. It's, it's a headache and a half. And of course my wife is the, the queen of, of stress and, and she's, you know, you always say security, her, uh, stress is her security blanket. Well, Excel spreadsheets are her best friend. And so for every thing, especially with this trip, she's got so many lists and so many spreadsheets and things put together. She's got a packing list for every one of the boys and check marks, everything and highlights. And like, Oh, if it's this color, they've got it. If it's this, we need it. If it's this, she loves her spreadsheets. But she, all things considered, her spreadsheets are what makes sure we've got everything when we leave. Now, I think anybody who's ever traveled knows that when you're coming home, you always forget something. I don't know how many pairs of pajamas or shoes or whatever that I we've left behind. Somebody always comes back short a pair of shoes or socks or a onesie from one of the boys, or something. There's always some little thing missing that was that fell on the floor, something. But at least we get everything there. We don't forget anything on the way out. So I will give her credit for all of her, you know, super... She'd make a great, like, crazy doomsday prepper if she were actually like that. Her doomsday prep thing is she's preparing for zombie apocalypse not like world war three she's just like hey when the zombies take over my plan is to make it to my dad's you know kick out the stairs hold up here to blah blah, blah. It's like she's got that plan her dad's got acreage and i was like but we have to get there babe it's 18 hours away <laughs> like first things first let's get to the compound we're going to secure before we try and secure it and anybody who's seen The Walking Dead, holding up on a farm doesn't work for long. Just saying. But it's 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 been a long bit, you know, trying to prep for this hol- for holiday, for this trip. And, of course, like I said, she was off work for the 4th. Which means we have an extra day for packing and prepping. Especially because we are leaving this week. So... In the week we're leaving, we have an extra prep day just a couple days ahead of the trip. So we're going to spend the entire day taking out the car seats and the strollers and getting the diaper bags prepped and getting the boys' clothes prepped and and the travel high chair and getting all of the big stuff that we have to carry because... If you've, I've got four kids of such a wide age range. Like I have to have a bed for a one-year-old and luggage and strollers and our wagon because otherwise we got to strap them into this fucking wagon. Otherwise they're going to run off everywhere and it gets to be, there's a lot of crap. There's so much crap. (laughs) I just, I'm. I am in awe of the amount of crap that I fit into my van every year, but we do it. And it's, it's really one of those cases where 
I get everything in there, and then I have to take a picture. Here's how it fit. It's not going to look like this by the time we get there, and it's probably not going to look like that when we are coming back, but at least here's what it looked like so I have a general idea of how to put this shit back together when I'm, like, brain fried at the end of the week. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's a lot to do. And we still have, like I said, we, be, we carry our own, we travel with food. So it's, like, I've got to make dinners. I've got to make breakfasts. We've got a cooler for cold food and things like that. But then I also, we also have like all our snacks and our dry foods. And so we've got, we travel with so much shit, but it keeps us on the road. And that's kind of the thing. We don't stop because it is such a long drive. And any normal person would be like, no, it's 18 hours. Stop, sleep, take a break. But if I stop and sleep and take a break, then that's one or two less days that we have there. And so, and especially for my wife, my wife is really close to her dad and this is the only time of the year that we see him. So, you know, one less day for us there is really hard on her. She wants every minute she can spend with her dad. So yeah, it's, it's kind of a thing. We, we make the most of our time and it's a hell of a lot easier to drive up there in one shot Really. And we do it overnight. That's the, that's the crazy thing. Like we're, we are planning to leave at like two in the afternoon. And I guess it, it's an 18 hour drive. I think I lose track. We're crossing, we cross two time zones. So if anybody who know who knows the map is like, no, you don't. You only cross one. Arizona is its own time zone because we don't change daylight savings time. We're traveling in the summer. Texas is two hours ahead of us. That fucks up everything. Now, we use our GPS every year just to know what the, like, how long is it? That's really it. It's like, we're, we don't care because it just gets to a point when you, when the sign says 500 miles to your destination, like, oh, San Antonio, 500 miles. It is so hard to just put that in your brain, even if you can do the math and calculate, oh, I'm traveling this fast, like, oh, we're going 80, it's 500 miles, that's this many hours. It's hard to really wrap your head around that and and put that time projection into perspective. So it's a lot easier to just have like the GPS on saying, it's going to be 16 more hours. Meanwhile, you're just, kill me, kill me. Kill me, kill me, kill me, because our our boys may not be those are we there yet kids, but dear God, do they get bored as fuck easily, and and they've all made this trip. We make this trip every year, so they are all familiar with the length. They're all familiar with the being uncomfortable and stuck in a chair for the better part of a day and a night and all that shit. And that's that's kind of why we travel the hours we do, especially in this trip, um, the plan right now, this year we're doing it differently. Like I said, we're leaving at like two in the afternoon, which is like, why the fuck are you leaving in the middle of the day? Because it's eliminating meals from our trip. And it means that the boys are going to have to sleep normal hours. We're going to, they're going to get their morning nap. We're going to eat lunch. And all we will have to worry about on the road 
is dinner and breakfast. Normally, in the years past, what we've done is we've gotten up super early, we've had breakfast, and we leave first thing in the morning. Well, that sucks donkey balls, because then we have to pack lunch, then dinner, and usually breakfast, because we'll be rolling in a shit ton of snacks, but it's harder meals to pack for. And lunch is harder than breakfast is. Like, when you can just say, ah, we just need bagels and cream cheese. Easy breakfast. You know, shit like that. But we're we're really looking at it this year of we're, we're trying to be smarter about the, the, the hours. And we're leaving on a Saturday. And yeah, 2 o'clock on a Saturday afternoon is a dumb time to be traveling. But it's also a holiday weekend, where it's after the holiday weekend. If we tried to do this last Saturday, we were fucked. The traffic would be a nightmare. But this week, we're like, nobody's fucking traveling this week. Everyone just traveled for the 4th. So, it's going to be a little bit easier on us this week. It's just, oh, the, I'm, I'm so ready for this trip to be over. I enjoy going back. I do. I love getting the break. But, because it's such a tight, it's just so much driving. And really, my wife cannot do a lot of night driving. So I've got a lot of energy drinks. And, and, and I guess I've said, mentioned I'm, I'm fond of my coffee, but I cannot travel with coffee for obvious reasons. 18 hour drive. Even if I finished all of my coffee very quickly, I've still got a coffee mug full of like my coffee, my Great big ass, like 30 ounce coffee cup full of residue, which would, you know, halfway through the trip be rotten milk. So yeah, I can't take that, but it's, it's just, yeah, it's, I think she got me like six energy drinks. And if I actually drank all those, she'd give me so much shit. She gets mad at me if I drink two on a long day at work. Like if I have to do work out of town or something. It's like, it was a 14-hour work day. I had to be in at 10 o'clock. I didn't get home until midnight or whatever. Can I have two energy? And I'm not normally an energy drink person. But when I drank all my coffee first, I need something else for the rest of the day. Especially in this case. But, yeah, it's... I've got... A, I'm mentally preparing for this trip. You know, driving through Texas in the middle of the summer... It's, it's long and it's fucking boring. And again, if you recall last year's trip and last year's July trip where it was like 105 degrees and at the time the AC, the AC went out on my van an hour before we got to our destination, which meant we had to drive back last year with no AC. That sucked ass. Fixed it. It's fixed now and it's all happy, but, oh man, I'm going to have like nightmares of last year's, last July's trip. It was, uh, it was a crazy, it was not fun, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's what's got me all, I'm all wired because of this shit right now. And it's, it's, it's kept me from getting a lot of stuff put together, but I will say I've got some some news stories coming up that they may not be directly American in nature, but they've definitely got some American stuff going through them. 
So let me take the quick Potter and Family promo break, and I will be right back with my kind of American news. <laughs> Uh, is it working? I think so. I don't. I don't know. The thing is on. Well, I, I know, but I wanted to tell him about our podcast, but I don't know if the you know the the thingy is working. What are you gonna say? I don't know. I I was thinking like, hey, I'm Joe, and you're Matt, and you're Becky, and we host pre-recorded live every Tuesday. We talk about geeky stuff. You know, something you know like that. At prereq live on Twitter, Facebook.com backslash prereq live, prereq live dot wix dot com backslash podcast. Yeah. Okay. iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, a bunch of podcast apps. Mm. All right. Well, okay. Is it ready? Yeah. Start talking now. <laughs> hey there. It's Chris from More Gooder Than, where we rate and dissect pop culture one argument at a time. I'm joined by my compadres, Corey Sasso. What it is, Home Trees. And Donnie the Big D Car. Que mas? For those of you that would be joining us for the first time, Corey, Donnie, and I each take the side of some piece of pop culture and try and sway the world to agree with our opinions on which one is most goodest with a 100% money-back guarantee to entertain you in the process. So we've done which is goodest out of the Indiana Jones trilogy. We've also covered the twin film phenomenon like Armageddon and Deep Impact. We've also compared and contrasted excellent Bill Paxton performances. So if that's something that you guys like to enjoy, check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, SoundCloud, and our website, mgtpodcast.com. You can also follow us on Twitter, at mgtpodcast. Thanks, and check us out. Bullshit from the news. All right, this week, like I said, I've got... The, the stories this week aren't specifically, like, you know, America, fuck yeah. They're, they're just kind of... They're all stories that I've... That Definitely have themes running through them that you could totally, you know, definitely American kind of stuff, even though not all of them actually take place in America. Like this first one, where a couple of lost dogs were found after the owners decided to cook sausages to lure them home. Yeah, so this actually took place in England, and this was... His kid's out walking his parents' dogs, like mom's prize miniature schnauzers. And of course, if you know that these fucking kind of dogs, these are babies. These are mom's baby dogs. Especially, like in England, especially, like, it seems like those, the moms that are like dog moms that are, like, the queen is like this. The queen is notoriously like this. You know, do not fuck with the queen's dogs. She, her little, I can't remember what the hell kind of dogs that, but she's like, a, she loves her fucking dogs. Well, uh, this, this particular dog mom and her mini schnauzers, kids out walking the dogs, and I'm assuming they don't have leash laws in England because the dogs are off their leash running around. Fog rolls in, dogs take off, kid loses the dogs. Of course, Ma, he comes back home. Mom, I lost the dogs. Mom's in hysterics. They send out a fucking search party. It's like 150 fucking people and drones and all this crazy shit. And really, what's more American than looking for your dogs with drones? Again, this isn't in America, but seriously, what the fuck? So, four fucking days, they're looking for these dogs. No bullshit. Four days looking for these dogs. Hundred something people 
and drones and all this. And they're like, well, what can we do? We got to find a way to get them to come home. Well, they like sausages. They eat sausages every Sunday at breakfast. Spoiling their goddamn dogs. But, yeah. So they decide, let's have a cookout. We're going to fire up the grills and we're going to cook up a bunch of fucking sausages to lure the dogs home with the smell of their favorite sausages. So, like an hour and a half, they're out there cooking fucking sausages, calling the dogs. And lo and behold, hop, 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 here fucking come the dogs. Seriously, why the fuck didn't you do that the first day? They were probably a lot closer. You know, I, I just, <laughs> you, you, you lured your dogs home with the smell of sausages. Goddamn. <laughs> That's, again, what's more American than, than drone search parties and, and sausages to lure your dog home? Uh, actually, I can beat that. Because what's, what, what meat is more American than sausage? Because really, sausage isn't that American. It's just good. Bacon. And, and this was actually totally my candidate for Jackass of the Week, just on the basis of who it is. But PETA actually put up on Twitter and asked why anyone would ever eat bacon. Because apparently people who are in PETA are fucking retarded. Because you'd have to think they're trolling. You'd have to think they were just, hey, we haven't gotten any hate mail in a while. Let's bash bacon. And, and yeah, that's exactly what happened. Basically, the entire internet flamed on PETA because they're fucking dumb. Because bacon is the most American of meats and all of everybody in America will absolutely defend bacon. Even people who don't eat bacon will defend bacon. I don't eat bacon and I will defend bacon. But I don't eat bacon because I have, it's a difficult for me to chew. That's a whole other thing. But fucking bacon. Americans put bacon on ice cream. We put bacon on donuts. Why? Huh? <laughs> Why would anyone ever eat bacon? Because it's delicious. And the internet, basically all of the internet <laughs> came down on PETA over this shit. To the point where fucking Orrin Hatch. Yeah, senator from Utah. The dude's name almost is, in and of itself is a joke. The dude just by not even, I don't know shit about Orrin Hatch. Other than the dude's got kind of a funny name. And stand-up comics like to use him as a reference point for jokes. Not because he, there's anything necessarily one way or the other wrong or whatever to make fun of him for, but his name is funny. You can make... Chris Rock made a fucking joke about Orrin Hatch. You know, there's no reference to anything about him other than he's got a name that makes for a good joke. Same shit with Newt Gingrich has a name, even though you could make fun of Newt Gingrich, but he's got a name that's funny. Well, Orrin Hatch was fucking basically trolling PETA with fucking big-ass BLTs and all this shit, and his, and all his posting up pictures and shit about all his love of bacon. And he's a big dude. And they're like, come on. It's like, PETA, you're getting trolled by a senator. You're getting trolled by a very well-known, bacon-loving senator. 
you lost. <laughs> I have to think they were they were dated on purpose. I have to think they were like nobody's hated on us too much in a while. Nobody's talking about us here. Let's stir up the internet. Because why, of all things, would you go after bacon? You can go after anything else, and and they'd basically be safe. Don't attack bacon. America doesn't like it when you attack our bacon. It's bacon and Chuck Norris. Go after, yeah. They might as well have said Chuck Norris wasn't that good. Then again, it's PETA, and so there's really no, you know, hating on Chuck Norris context. Unless, you know, you say he's a big hairy guy and you're like, say no to fur. That's it. Uh, but <laughs> that aside, yeah, I don't, I, I don't get PETA. All right. And in and, and a slightly different uh, American thing, um, and this is kind of fucked up of me to go this path, but let's go another American thing, fad diets. You're like, really? That's where you're going to go with this? Yes, that's where I'm going to go with this because I had no other spin to put on this story. <laughs> the latest fad diet to hopefully not be sweeping the nation is called the Sleeping Beauty Diet. And apparently this isn't actually a new thing, but it's kind of got a resurgence. Um, the basic principle, if you're sleeping, you're not eating. So the followers of this idiotic diet will take sleeping pills and pain meds and whatever the fuck to knock them the fuck out and try and, and like, basically they'll, they'll sleep up to 20 hours a day and just skip those meals. So they've got like four waking hours of pretty much barely eating, eating enough to, you know, stay alive. And then they sleep it all off. And yeah, biologically speaking, you know, when you're just sleeping, you're burning more raw fat because you're not doing anything. It's like your body is working more efficiently and all that shit. But it's, you know, it's part of why you sleep. But seriously, I mean, uh, it's, it's so dumb. This is basically like an, it's, I mean, it literally, it's an extreme form of anorexia. It's even, like, there are pro-anorexia groups that are promoting this, like, hey, if you really want to drop the pounds, you really want to keep from eating too, eating, just sleep. Just take a bunch of fucking Xanax and take a bunch of fucking sedatives or whatever and just sleep all day and you won't eat a thing and you'll get so skinny. Oh my god. Oh my god, you're so fucking dumb. I mean, it, never mind that eating disorders are unhealthy. I mean, th that's all this is. This is just, this is really just an extreme mutated form of anorexia and, and eating disorders are terrible, but that they're they're trying to play this off like it's a legitimate diet, and that's what I hate, is the people that promote this sort of shit. And apparently it's been around. Apparently this was like known back in the 60s. It, you know, according to this article, even Elvis had done this. They, like People would go to these sleep clinics where they would load them up with sedatives and stick them in like a little, like here, sleep it off. And they'd come out super skinny because they wouldn't fucking eat anything. Well, you know what? You gotta eat to survive, dumbass. Otherwise, you'll just die. Okay? You'll just fucking die. And you're not... And you know, let's go back to biology. 
and like, you know, because for articles like this, they talk to doctors. And what is anybody who knows anything about how your body works will tell you if you don't eat for extended periods of time, your metabolism slows down. And what happens when your metabolism slows down is that you put on fat. Everything your body takes in becomes fat because it has to burn fat for long-term survival. So if you have carbs and sugar and shit that you're regularly intaking into your body and your body is burning all that shit off real quick like my body does and everything just flies and I've got the damn metabolism of, of a grasshopper on crack, great, I can eat all fucking day and not gain a pound. But somebody with a slower metabolism, well, you eat a bowl of Cheerios and it takes you all day to burn that shit off because your metabolism is running slower. Well, they're basically putting their metabolism on in like fucking tar. And so, yeah, they'll eat a bowl of Cheerios and guess what? It all becomes fat because they have to burn that slow over the next fucking 20 hours while they're asleep because they're fucking idiots and don't know anything about biology and how to lose weight. I think one doctor said, like, you're better off just walking around with a rock on your head to lose the weight than you are trying to do that. This will make you fatter. If you stop doing this, never mind the fact that if you keep doing this, you're going to die. That's it. If you keep doing this diet, you will die. Diet. Big ass fucking air quotes. You're an idiot. Um, you do this diet, you will die. You stop doing this diet, you're gonna get fatter because you just put your fucking metabolism into a crawl. Anybody who knows anything about dieting, you eat more small meals. Burn it, burn it, burn it. Small meal, burn it off. Small meal, burn it off. That is your nutrition lesson today, folks. Um, I, like I said, I'm a jackass of all trades. I know a bunch of bullshit about a bunch of bullshit. Sorry. Uh, I just hope this goes away before it catches on. You know, I'm hoping the only people that are even looking at this have, uh, psychological, you know, are, are seeking therapy because you have an eating disorder. You have a psychological problem and, oh yeah, you're a fucking moron if you think this is a diet. Uh, all that, and you'd think. Now, I will say, just about everything when it comes to dumb shit this week, short of the dogs and the sausage story, everything was a, who is the jackass of the week? Really, who is it? And it's always, it was a toss-up, and I think I'm going with this, I'm going to pick this story for the jackass of the week, because this guy was an asshole, and then refused to apologize for it. He just like, I am fucking right, even though this asshole jumped to conclusions. And what makes this an American story? It takes place on a baseball field. That's it, sorry. I'm 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 really stretching for the what makes this so American. But there wasn't actually a theme going originally, so but let's go with it. So a Good Samaritan basically got the shit kicked out of him for trying to help a little girl find her dad. Yeah, no shit. Um, so, it's in Florida, and I, I've come to learn that Florida is where crazy bullshit happens. 
But, uh, basically, Dad's off playing a softball game. His little girl wanders off. And a stranger, like a guy, sees this little girl walking around. Doesn't see any parents around. So he goes and find, takes the little girl and is walking around. Hey, it's like, hey, is this your, or is these your parents? Are these your parents? It's like, picks her up and like walks over to the baseball field. Hey, or is this anybody's little girl? Well, as soon as dad sees this guy walking up with his daughter, he walks over and just starts swinging and beats the, and him and a bunch of the fucking guys beat the shit out of this fucking guy who was just trying to return his daughter to him. Yeah. And then they go on the fucking internet and go on Facebook and Twitter and start spreading this guy's picture and his name and, and just smear this guy saying, Oh, this guy tried kidnapping my daughter and this guy was a child molester and all that and saying, and just, and doing all this shit. And then the police come in and like talking to the guy. I was like, I was, I saw a lost kid. I was trying to find his parents and there were tons of witnesses at the park we're like, yeah, he was walking around asking if anybody knew who her parents were trying to find her parents. Because jackass dad, too busy playing fucking baseball with his friends, lost sight of his fucking kid. He's too busy playing fucking baseball to notice that his daughter walked off and somebody was courteous enough to try and help her. And this asshole dad says, I don't regret hitting him. I don't. He's like, so, hey, you don't pick up someone's kid. Well, how about you fucking watch your kid, goddammit? And it's like, the fucking police came out. I was like, no, this guy was trying to f- help. He was. He was trying to help. You owe him a fucking apology. Okay, they didn't say that. I'm saying that. You owe him a fucking apology. Because you know what? You can say, I don't regret hitting him because I thought this. I thought this guy was trying to kidnap my daughter. But you know what? You could fucking apologize. You can go back and apologize for all the shit you talked and for beating the shit out of this guy because he was helping you. You motherfucker. I mean, even the guy, I mean, the the guy says, hey, I don't hold it against him because, you know, he was protecting his daughter and all that shit. But, and he understands why the guy did it. But I'm sorry. Fucking apologize, dude. This dad needs to nut up and fucking come out and say, I'm sorry, I apologize for beating the shit out of this guy. I am I apologize for hitting you. I realize now you were trying to help my daughter. You know, you were trying to help. You were trying to do a good thing. She was lost. You were trying to bring her back to me. Thank you. Really. Because that's fucked up. And again, I and I see it. I understand both sides of things. I understand that he sees some guy he doesn't know, some stranger walking up, picking, or like carrying his daughter, and he freaks the fuck out. You don't just hit the guy. And again, because this guy actually was understanding, he's like, hey, I get it. I understand why he hit me. He didn't press charges. I'm, he's a better man than me. I'd have fucking, like, I'm totally, I'd help the kid. I would. I would help the kid. But I I sure as shit would have fucking pressed charges. Like, look, motherfucker, I'm doing a good thing. Don't you lay a fucking hand on me. Is that the example you want to set for your daughter right there? That you're a violent person? That you're going to... That this man who helped her suddenly got hurt, got hurt? Dad hurt this man who was helping her? 
No. Don't be a fucking asshole. And the, if you make a mistake, you fucking own up to it. That this person's like, this guy helped her and he's now punished for it. And dad doesn't have the balls to come up and say, I'm sorry. You know, that was a mistake. You know, I apologize for hitting you. You know, thank you for helping my daughter. You know, dad's a prick. The end. Because until he fucking apologizes, dad's a prick. And he's wrong. And it doesn't matter what his justification is. If, you know, it, in the, the, his reasoning for why he did it, it doesn't change the fact that the outcome is he did not own up to his his mistake. He is at fault here. He fucked up a dude and could not own up to the fact that he was wrong in doing so. Fuck you, dad. You're a prick until you own up to your mistake. That's it. Uh, and that's, that is why this guy, this fucking jackass dad is my jackass of the week. Uh, but all right, let me take one more quick little break. And I will be right back. What is the Potter family? Hey guys, it's Rad Dad Chad, J Mills, and Lil Man from the Full of Fiber podcast. Hey, this is Bro from the World of Bro podcast. Hey, this is Rick from Ice and the Face. This is Eric Mocker from the Mockers podcast. This is Cyanide from the Little Geek Loss podcast. This is Greg from the Sports Dance podcast. Hey, y'all. It's Juliet Miranda from the Unwritable Rant podcast. This is Nick from the Epic Film Guys podcast. This is Paul from the Countdown Movie and TV Reviews podcast. This is Matthew McDonough from the Passersby podcast. This is Adam from Everyone Has a Podcast. This is Gareth from the Open All Powers podcast. This is Knox from the Geek Over podcast. We're Josh and David from the Scotch and Flicks podcast. We are you. Podcasters coming together in a community to help one another grow. So follow us on Twitter at Potter Family and use the hashtag Potter Family in your tweets and retweet other people who do the same. Potter Family, where great podcasts come home. What's up guys, this is Epic Film Guy Nick here and I just want to take a few moments to tell you about an excellent podcast that I personally listen to called Ice and the Face. Right, now, if you're a fan of dystopian and even nihilistic comedy, this is the show for you. Rick and Sarah take the most ridiculous news items in the world every single week, and they just tear these stories down, all while having a great, great laugh. They're usually joined by guests who jump right in on the fun, and it's just a great time. They just launched a Patreon over at patreon.com slash ice in the face, so you can also support them. But if you're not listening to this show, what you need to do is go to their website at iceintheface.com, or jump over on your favorite podcasting app and subscribe to Ice in the Face. I promise you'll listen for two minutes and you will be hooked just like I am. So go ahead and give it a listen and back to your regularly scheduled program. So this would normally be the part of the show where I have the recommended listening segment. And this week I don't have one. 
And it's, it's not that I don't have one. It's very much that I just haven't had the time this week to put one together to pick a show because I've just been so busy with trip planning and all this other stuff that really getting a show picked and put together and getting everything assembled is, it's, it's just been, I didn't want to just grab something and throw it in there. It's like, oh, this show, you're in and not really be able to talk about it. So this week there's no recommended listening. That finally, it's, 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 I, I went longer than I expected to, I guess. <laughs> I've, minus that segment, I'm basically at a full show anyway. But it's, yeah, it's just been a long week and it's been a lot, of, a lot going on and a lot. It's been tough getting, trying to get the show to put together and trying to pack and clean house and just, uh, million other things. So, yeah, no, no featured show this week. Sorry. I know it's your favorite part. I know. Well, you'll just have to wait till I get back because I cannot guarantee a show for next week. Actually, I'm, I'm more likely going to say there probably is not going to be a show next week because I will be traveling. I will be in Texas next week, and so there will probably not be a show next week. I may try to do some, I don't know, I'm, I'm thinking about trying to do some stuff from the road. I'm thinking about trying to see if my wife will do, like, maybe we'll do some, like, live stream Facebook videos, something like that. I don't know. I'm thinking about it. I don't know. We'll see, because... I don't know. I, I don't want to not do anything for next week. I don't. I would like to have something go out. I'd like you to get to experience some of our craziness. And at the same time, I've been having, like, I've been working with trying to get, it's been a, God, it's been over a month, almost two months now, I think, since my wife and I have done an episode of Mom and Dad Cuss. And it, it boils down to time. It really does. Um, she, it's summer. She's been balancing schoolwork and kids. And I'm going to say it. My wife has gotten hooked on playing Skyrim and she would rather play Skyrim than sit down and record with me. So that's a thing. <laughs> but, uh, I, I'm working on that and I think I've got a situ, I've got a, a setup put together so that, uh, we can, I can start putting out some more episodes of mom and dad cuss. Because it's always, it's so much fun. It's just a fun show. And if you're not listening, check out Mom and Dad Cuss a little at, at momanddadcuss.blogspot.com. And you can check out all of my past episodes here at odddadout.blogspot.com. I cannot guarantee, once again, just so busy right now, that I'm going to have the show notes and the articles up for this episode immediately. But I will get them up as soon as I can. I don't think most of you read that stuff anyway. And I put it in the little notes in, in the episode anyway. But I think that's going to do it for me for this week. And as, like I said, follow me on Facebook and Twitter at Odd Dad Out. And check out the Facebook group, The Twisted Children of the Odd Dad Out, for more stuff and see if... I do, if I do put up any new stuff during the week, that's where it's going to go. I think we're, I'm really trying to shoot for some, like, 
I'm trying to get my wife to do some Facebook stuff from the road. We'll see. We've got 18 hours of driving one way. We've, we've got a lot of time to screw around, so we'll see what we can put together. But in the meantime, you make sure you subscribe to Odd Dad Out on your favorite podcatcher, whether you use Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spreaker. Uh, I'm on TuneIn Radio now. Check it out. I'll post a, I'll put the link up there. I haven't got it posted on the webpage yet, but I will do that. And you can leave me a review. Five stars would be awesome because you're great. If you listened this far, you're awesome enough to give me five stars. But leave me a review so I know what you think of the show, what you like, what you don't like. What point do you just say, fuck it? If you haven't made it this far, you wouldn't know this. But anyway, I want to hear from you. So do that. Leave me a review. Let me know what you think. And until next time, I am Adam Higgins, the Odd Dad Out. Thank you and good night. <laughs>